Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mastermind.fm. Your hosts today are Ninja James Laws of Ninja Forms fame and myself, Jean Galea from WP Mayor and WP RSS Aggregator. It's good to have James back after these two episodes that he's been away. And so today we're going to talk about some updates from what's happening in the WordPress community, some business side of things, and also some other things in general, even with what James was up to these past couple of weeks. So before we dive into things, a few words from our sponsors. Before we get started today, we'd like to take a moment to thank WP Engine, one of the premier managed hosting services for the WordPress community. They've become the first official sponsor of Mastermind.fm and have an offer exclusively for you, our listeners. If you give WP Engine's one-year managed hosting plan a try, the first four months are on them. Just enter the coupon code MASTERMIND at checkout. Now, we can't speak highly enough of WP Engine as a managed WordPress hosting service. They're one of the best, and if you're in the market for a host, looking to upgrade, or just curious about their plans, look them up and give them a try. You won't be disappointed. If you do wind up on board, send us an email at podcast at mastermind.fm and tell us about your experience. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome back. So, James, tell us what you've been up to while away. Yeah, first of all, it's great to be back. It's uh, It's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks. Some of you who are who follow me and are familiar with WP Ninjas and Ninja Forms know that we have been in an intensive launch of Ninja Forms 3.0, uh, probably our scariest release ever because it was a completely rewritten back-end code base, a completely rewritten front-end code base, a completely redesigned user interface and user experience. So there was a lot of points that could go wrong. It hasn't been without its bugs and glitches, but from what I can tell, it has been really our most stable release ever. Really been happy with how it's gone. We had a good uh, social media blitz on Tuesday at launch, and the community really participated. We put a blog post up on ninjaforms.com called Thank You for Loving 3, and it was uh, it was just a kind of a blitz through stuff that took place. So That's awesome. So I think we're going to dive deeper into this release maybe in a future episode to discuss all the nitty-gritty that went into it how you decided to promote it the feedback lessons learned and all that yeah absolutely all right so from my end we've just released well a few days ago we've released the edd bookings extension an update to the edd bookings extension which is our booking plugin that works with as an extension of easy digital downloads and we released compatibility with EDD's own front-end submissions add-on. And that's been on the waiting list for a very long time. And we've seen a, a strong pickup in sales, so I'm hoping that it will continue and give this plugin a boost. That's awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Always fun to get new things out there and see what happens. And it's, yeah. all, it's especially nice to see a pickup in sales. <laughs> yeah, and this particular plugin, unlike others, which have had sort of grown organically from .org, so I, I had already known beforehand that there was a market for the premium side of things. With this plugin, it was just premium right away and as an add-on to EDD. And so I had even the case of limited statistics on who's viewing the plugin itself, what are they doing, you know? So it was a kind of new experience and it took almost a year now since we just started developing it to to the stage where we're seeing a few sales. And it was a bit nerve wracking, especially in the couple of last months, you know, not having any sales, but keep pushing with development. It was a bit hard, but hopefully things are picking up. 
I mean, we, we kind of noticed that quite a bit with uh, Ninja Forms in the, over the last year. So in the last year, we've not been releasing new features for 2.9. We've not been developing 2.9 much at all. Minor bug fixes, security fixes if they come up, things like that. Uh, because we've been heads down focused on getting 3.0 launched. So it's definitely been an interesting, uh, an interesting process as you watch. Sales tend to plateau. Mm-hmm. If you don't put that any marketing energy and any development energy into something, and so we definitely experienced that. So we're really excited to get three out the door so that we can actually ramp up new features, put out new things, uh, marketing and stuff like that, and see how that impacts our business. So, yeah. Cool. And so last week we also had the Apple conference where they released the new iPhones. I was a bit disappointed that they didn't release the new MacBooks. I was really looking forward to that, but my understanding is that they'll be released further on this year. And with regards to the iPhone, personally, I'm using the 6S Plus, and probably I won't be upgrading to the 7 Plus. I mean, there's no no real big features that will make me personally want to upgrade in this version. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed the the new camera. Mm-hmm. both front and back on the 7 Plus. But in all honesty, I'm not a huge fan of the larger phone. And so I want to kind of back, I want to go back to the smaller size. So I'm on the 6 Plus now. If I had my druthers, I'd be using the 6 now. Uh, so I may upgrade to the 7, but just to the 7. And not because I think the phone is anything fantastic. I was kind of underwhelmed as, as well. But just because I want to go to a smaller size and might as well get the newest thing, even if it's not all that great. <laughs> Interesting. So what was the main reason for going down to a smaller size? Well, when I was on the smaller size, I could do everything with one hand really easily. And it it just, I felt like I could manage the phone a lot better. Uh, The bigger size, I can't get up to the far corner from my thumb. And even though it has that double tap on the the home button to kind of bring the window down, Mm. that's kind of a tedious process if you have to do it frequently. And so I just want a phone that I can manage with one hand and uh, that the screen real estate isn't that crucial to me. So I think I'm just going to go down a size. Interesting. So, yeah, in my case, I always basically use it with two hands because I'm using it whenever I don't have the laptop in front of me. So I use it a lot on on my out on my bike as well as a kind of GPS or maps in the car. So those are my big two use cases. Mm-hmm. And also when I, I travel a lot, so many times I'm using um, my phone exclusively to communicate with my team. And that makes it much better for typing, in my opinion, than the smaller size. So for writing emails, communicating on Slack, you know, even posts sometimes on the blog makes it a much better tool in that regard. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things for me where I didn't know that the bigger phone was easier to type on when I had the smaller phone anyway. So I feel like if I go to the smaller phone, I will forget what, how, if it was easier on a larger device and I will, <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So we also had some important news in the WordPress community over the last two, three weeks as well. We had the managed WP acquisition, which was met with unfortunately a lot of negative response from some parts of the community. James, what are your thoughts on that? And first of all, let's let's summarize what happened. 
Uh, yeah. So GoDaddy, obviously, most everybody, unless you live under a rock, you know who GoDaddy is, right? One of the largest hosts in existence. And they just recently purchased a basically a WordPress management system called ManageWP. Uh, ManageWP is pretty much a SaaS, if I understand it correctly. I've not used it personally. They just released a new version called Orion that people has gotten a lot of buzz and people really enjoy. And basically, GoDaddy has purchased Managed WP to kind of pull it into their managed WordPress hosting offering to improve the services that they're trying to provide for their customers. And if you've not seen it, there's a group called the Advanced WordPress Group on Facebook and uh, Brian Krogsgaard from Post Status kind of leaked the story a little bit earlier than GoDaddy was ready to release it and posted his article on it on the Advanced WP group. And it was met with a lot of mixed reviews, right? Like there were some people that were very favorable and, and excited at the, at the prospect. And I think those people were wise for a number of reasons to be excited for the prospect. And we'll talk a little bit about that. A lot of venom. Like there was just a lot of people who were just hateful and angry. Like, I don't know. It's almost like GoDaddy had murdered their family and had destroyed their lives. And they needed to make sure that nobody ever did business with GoDaddy ever again. <laughs> At least that's the way I read some of the responses. And I think uh, with GoDaddy, one of the negative images that they had portrayed is not only maybe issues with support, but also the behavior of their ex-CEO who had once posted a picture and a video with like killing an elephant. And I think that, you know, obviously it caused an outrage in the tech world at large. So many people I think are still harboring that hate because of that incident and carrying it on into issues like uh, the acquisition, which really have nothing to do even th because the that CEO is no longer at GoDaddy. Yeah, and, and what was that, like a decade ago? Yeah. <laughs> that, that that occurred. Like, it's funny how unforgiving and how long we will hold a grudge against a company even when, I'm not saying, and here's the thing, I'm not saying GoDaddy is completely innocent and always does things on the up and up and they don't necessarily, and they don't ever do things that are bad for small businesses and blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to comment on that. My point is, is you can see that they have absolutely made some efforts to engage with the WordPress community. And I'm not saying all those efforts have been pure either. Uh, I'm not saying that they've not made mistakes in that process either. I'm just saying they are making an effort. They are under new management. They are trying to make changes. And even if even even if not, I just don't know it does any if it does any good to bash another company and their reputation. Don't we have better things to do? Aren't we running our own businesses? Don't we have work to do? That's more important than talking about why we don't like the fact that some company acquired some other company. <laughs> like it just, it does, it, it, I'm befuddled by the fact that so many people are so outraged by this. Yeah, I think there's also, you know, it's something quite new for the WordPress community to have these bigger, much bigger companies come in and acquire smaller companies. And so I think there's also a lot of mixed feelings, you know, there's this surprise, maybe, maybe even jealousy, there's maybe even fear of what's going to happen to my business, especially there are several competitors to manage WP and, you know, having 
GoDaddy suddenly be up against you, that's going to cause potentially you to lose some of that business because even GoDaddy controls all those people who are hosted with them and their office is going to be pushing Manage WP now instead of leaving their users free to choose whatever they want to use. Yeah, and, you know, I'd, I'd point out, like, I'm really good friends with one of the people they are now going to be directly competing against. And uh, for that for that reason, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little apprehensive about the whole process and 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 I have some de I have some definitely some internal feelings but even with those feelings I'm not going to get on advanced WP or any other public forum and start tearing down another company's reputation be because of that now I may for other reasons and and if and if those things ever come to light I may speak up but the truth is uh, I just I don't know I just think it's a it's a it's a poor expense of energy and and I've seen it in other places too this isn't just in the managed WP acquisition I've seen things happen and people get all negative and talk about all the things they hate about that company or that team or that product or those features and and I'm like I just I don't understand it I don't know what the benefit of it of bashing other people and other people's businesses like be great at your business that should be your focus being great at your business not talking about why you think everybody else's isn't great at theirs. This comes back to one of my natural pet peeves. We've talked about this in the office when you talk about Mac versus PC and Apple versus Android. I don't have to put down what you like or what you want to use or some other company to love what I like and what I use. I don't have to degrade the things that you enjoy. I don't have to degrade GoDaddy because I have chosen a different host. I don't have to put down... Um, EIG and all of their properties because I have chosen a different path. Uh, and if I were on one of those, I don't have to put down other people. Like, I just don't have to do that. I can just be about my business and do try to do something great and not worry about that. And I just don't understand the negativity. Yeah, I think the main takeaway of all this is that if you're a spectator to this whole thing, you know, you should just accept that acquisitions are taking place and will increase probably in the future. We're going to have big companies who might have a not so glorious past come in and acquire those friendly businesses who are owned by one or two persons you might be friends with or even a group of people. But, you know, the big guns are coming in and we're we just going to face it. And on the positive side, it also means that the WordPress community and the ecosystem is growing and it's becoming more profitable because these big companies else they wouldn't be investing in, in other smaller companies in the WordPress space and you know eventually I think it will be for everyone's benefit if the whole ecosystem continues to grow and we can also create new opportunities. I completely agree. I'm excited for the acquisition for what it means in the WordPress community that larger companies are looking at smaller businesses who are doing great work and seeing benefits that are worthy enough of investing large amounts of money for it for it. and so that, that's exciting we just got a question let's say that one of these big companies uh, bought another form forms plugin which would be your direct competitor what would be your reaction not only in terms of feelings but would you do anything different like would you take up a defensive position or try to think up some strategy of how you're going to compete now that there's a bigger player behind 
your one of your competitors? Um, I would burn them to the ground. No, um, <laughs> you know the truth is right. Like mo a lot of our competitors are bigger than us, so we've been mm -hmm. we've been in in the face of that for a long time. Now, not GoDaddy big, <laughs> certainly, but our competitors are bigger. As there, we have some big players that are bigger than us already. Even even new players that are coming in have bigger companies that are behind them, uh, that are pushing them, that are bigger than us. And so that's that's been our lot in life anyway. So we just we just offered and do great things um, so it really just depends on who it is and what it is that they're doing how we react you know what are they offering and what does their tool look like and how does it, it work and what is the reputation of this company and say from a support standpoint versus a product release standpoint a lot of different factors that I would have to consider in that I would be nervous you know I'd be I'd be nervous in the sense that if especially if it's a host that's coming directly against a product, that's a whole subset of users that's gonna be a lot harder to win. And then at any time that host could just say, oh, we've actually blacklisted that plugin because we use, we have our own. I think about that from uh, backups. You get that all the time. There's some great backup products out there that I would much rather use than my hosts, but I can't because my hosts block them. Uh, because they're like, there's no reason for that kind of redundancy. And I'm like, there is a reason because I want to keep my backups off site and I don't want to leave all my backups in your pocket because what if something happens to you? Now, granted, maybe you're secure and I believe you are, otherwise I wouldn't be hosting with you. And maybe you're stable and I believe you are, otherwise I wouldn't be hosting with you. But on the same side, I want to be able to keep local backups for myself in case something goes wrong, but I can't do that because they've blocked these these backup solutions. So um, in that way, hosts can be detrimental to small businesses if they choose to, their focuses uh, on products that directly compete with us. Yeah. And would you agree, though, that the higher number of acquisitions happening in the WordPress space will actually spurn, you know, business owners to improve their own product's brand and make it, you know, future proof in, in the sense that if I'm ready for some big company to acquire my competitor and I've already thought about it and I'm ready to pivot if need be, I've, I'm focusing on building a strong brand that will survive even if that happens. So everybody should be working harder on their own, probably branding and, you know, I think what would help in, in an acquisition since there's always this kind of lack of trust in uh, who's acquiring. If you're a competitor to, say, manage WP and you have a very strong, loyal following, that would act as an advantage in your case because even that loyal following can act as your, you know, advert billboard. Because if the other company who's acquiring, say, manage WP, suddenly, you know, they start losing customers or the, the customers start becoming disillusioned, your customers who are very loyal will be doing the preaching to these other customers who are on the fence. And that may lead you to acquiring customers rather than losing to this new bigger competitor. I absolutely agree with that. And I think that by focusing on your own brand and your own community and building a passionate following, uh, they, you know, I, I I've heard Corey Miller say this in, in, a, in, in a bunch of forums that he, like, for instance, he wants to build community that will follow them in whatever space they go into. Like, if they go a different direction, 
that his community will just go with him because he has been loyal to them. He has provided good service, good products. He has done good by his customers. And I think that's the way most companies need to start thinking so that when something like that happens, you can just say, here's what we recommend because of this. And your customers will just say, yes, that's what we're going to do. If that's what you say, that's what we're going to do because we we follow we, we you have proven that you have our backs. You have proven that you you have our success in mind. And so if you're telling us to do this, let's do it. So yeah. And to close off the chapter of Unmanaged WP, I'd like to congratulate the whole Managed WP team on this acquisition, especially their CEO Vladimir Prelovak, who was one of the first big entrepreneurs in the WordPress space, always a very humble guy, was ready to help other businesses in this space. And, you know, they deserve the whatever benefits they get after such a long time working tirelessly in this community. And I also happen to know many of the people who work at Manage WP, and they seem to be genuinely excited about the acquisition. And I'm sure they will be continuing to provide an amazing service to their customers. Absolutely. A big congratulations to everyone there. I'm excited for them. No matter what you think about the, the you know, GoDaddy or even Managed WP at this point, this acquisition is exciting for their team. They're excited about it. They think good things are coming. So uh, I'm hoping for good things for everyone involved. Okay, James, before we continue to our next hot topic, let's take a short break from our other sponsor. Do you feel like customer support requests never end? Small teams struggling to find the time to innovate for future customers while you're taking care of your current ones? Take a minute to look at WordPress customer support by Influx, and you might finally have the time to get to those other projects you love. Influx provides a complete customer service operation on demand. Have them put together a dedicated team of professionals with a focus on quality service for your WordPress customers and get back to the things you do best. Visit Influx.com today. And we're back. And the next topic that we've been hearing about this couple of last couple of weeks was even, I think, in terms of months, there was the release of Pressmatic. And then we have some other news, unfortunately negative, about headway teams, their lack of support towards their customers. And we've also had some of their support people come out and speak about issues internally, like such as unpaid wages and all that. Yeah, I, uh, I I find this I find this story really interesting, and and one of the reasons I thought we should highlight it is to talk about how we handle things as a business ourselves. You know, they they're they're coming mm-hmm. under a lot of criticism for not really speaking up. Nobody knows what's going on with them, and everyone's kind of feeling entitled if you will, or feel like they deserve some sort of response or some sort of an answer. And I'm not going to get into whether or not anyone deserves or is entitled to anything like that. But there's a lot of moving parts here. And there's a lot that I think we still don't know about what's going on with Headway Themes, what's going on between uh, Clay and Grant and in, that, in this whole process. But I do want to say one of the things that I notice is there would be a lot less articles being written and there would be a lot less talk publicly going on if there was communication from them. So whether, whether anyone is entitled, whether anyone deserves to know exactly what's going on, more communication would nip this thing in the bud and it would be done. 
but because nobody's speaking out other than on the negative side, because they're not being communicated with, like this this support person who's come out, because there's no true real communication going on, it's just snowballing into more and more bad press. And you may believe there's no, you know no publicity is bad publicity, but in this situation, I don't know that I agree with that. You know, Clay, if I understand, Clay's the, the person behind. Um, is it Clay who's behind Pressmatic? It's yep. his own product, and it's just under his name. Um, which I also find interesting. Like he has this product that's under his own name. He's a partnership in a partnership for Headway Themes with his father Grant, and they're kind of working through this process. I- I'm curious to see what's going on uh, behind the scenes for their customers' sake and for news' sake. If I think we can all, as small businesses, learn from their mistakes. Be communicative, right? Like, talk about what's going on as much as you can. There may be, see, and that's the thing I think we don't know. There may be circumstances that we don't know that are going on as to why they aren't talking. Maybe there's something going on where they can't talk about what's happening right now. And God forbid that there's something that bad going on. But maybe there is, and they can't, and their they're, they're hands are tied from, from, from voicing that. And that would be awful. But from us, from a small business standpoint, I would say knowing that that communication covers a multitude of sins. Like you can make a lot of mistakes, but if you will talk through it, share what you're learning, tell people what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to fix, how you're trying, or even if you just say, hey, we screwed up. We made a mistake, and here's how we made a mistake. Um, Another example of this is really back, and I I know I mentioned Corey Miller earlier. Uh, You remember way back when there was an issue with uh, iThemes and their login system and passwords uh, were leaked and the the way they were stored, and that was terrible, and I hate to even bring that all up because that's all water under the bridge and has all been taken care of, but man, the way Corey dealt with that was the best I have ever seen anybody deal with something like that. He just came out publicly, said, we messed up. This is what went wrong. Here's the details. Here's how we're working to fix it. And here's how, and here's how we're not resting until it's done. And nobody, and if there was anybody who was upset with him over it, they can just, like, I don't know, jump off a bridge. I don't care. I, like, I don't, I just, I, you know, they, he handled it just so well and the community embraced that, right? Like, but when you have no conversation, when you have no dialogue, when you have no communication, you see character in that too, but it's not the character you want to display to people. Yeah, I totally agree with, with that particular example. And I think uh, from the little that I know, Corey, I, I think it's a culture that's fostered with time. And it starts, you know, they say charity starts at home. And I think this is ver- something very similar where communication starts internally so if you're not doing communication internally well you can't expect that you know a crisis happens and you're you're going to be able to communicate effectively to the outside world if you have no experience communicating with your own team and in this case with headway teams we have seen that even internally they were having problems they were not paying wages they were not even telling their employees that there there were problems and why they were not getting paid so and it's not something that's developed over the last couple of months apparently i'm relying obviously on what two of their employees have come out and said but it seems that it's been a long-going story of a lack of communication which unfortunately 
has led to the situation of today. Yeah, I, I completely agree. All right. So um, from uh, today's topics, I think if we can just sum it up and, you know, give some uh, nicely packaged giveaways for our audience. One of them is the importance of communication, both internally and externally. And also going back to the Manage WP acquisition that we spoke about, I think it's important to focus on our own product, on our own team, our own blog, whatever you're doing. Focus less on what others are doing, more on what you are doing. And, you know, give the benefit of the doubt sometimes to what other people are doing. And, you know, I think it's a question of maturity, James. Um, even myself, I find myself as I grow older, you, you mentioned just fighting about, uh, you know, which one is better, mine or yours, you know. <laughs> I find myself doing it much less nowadays when I'm perhaps more confident of my own choices um, uh, versus when I was younger, you know. You get your iPhone and suddenly Apple is the best iPhone. It's the only phone everybody should own, you know, this kind of thing. So I think it would benefit you and the community if you refrain from uh, going into these forums or websites and just spitting venom at other companies and personalities within the WordPress community and not just within the WordPress community. Yeah, and I, I would say positive people sleep better. Yeah. So I just want to say, like, instead of harping on all the things that you think are wrong in the community, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have opinions and that you shouldn't voice, uh, you know, viewpoints and that may come across as even slightly negative at times. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying positivity trumps negativity every single time. And positive people sleep better. Positive people are more creative. Positive people are just nicer to be around and are more likable. So my my takeaway, my gift to everyone is learn to be positive. Find things to be excited about and happy about instead of things to be upset about. And I feel like that alone, just that one little change, which is not very little at all, it's a huge change, that change will impact your life greatly. And so uh, I, I encourage you, like, find things to be positive about. Awesome. Before we wrap things up, a short word from our sponsor. Finding the right host can be a challenge for you and your clients. Press Managed WordPress Hosting is here to help. More than just a traditional managed WordPress host, Prest offers not just enterprise-level performance and stability utilizing Amazon's web services platform, but an opportunity to build a recurring revenue stream into your current business as well. Give your clients a choice of Prest plans, white-labeled and ready for your own personal branding. Let Prest handle all the customer support and billing and enjoy a recurring revenue stream from each new client. If you are a theme or plugin author, you can even offer pre-configured bundles consisting of plugins, themes, XML, and SQL data to bring maximum value to your clients. Learn more about Prest today at Prest.net. And on that note, we're going to close off this episode. As always, please send all questions and topics you'd like us to tackle to podcast at mastermind.fm. Please let us know how you're finding this variety of topics that we're bringing to you. If you want more of something in particular, less of something else, just let us know. Send us an email, tweet to us, or even leave a review in iTunes. You can also subscribe on mastermind.fm to get the latest releases straight into your inbox. And finally, you can find me on Twitter at Jean Galea. And you can find me on Twitter at James Laws. 
Thanks, guys. Take care and we'll see you on the next episode. See you next time.